Is the best of two pros in a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. You know what day of the week it is. It's a damn football Friday. Yes. It is a football Friday. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Got it. Come on. Football Always a football Friday. Friday. Yeah. Hip thrusts, gyrations, hands behind the head. I mean, this is uh, this is what we do on a football Friday, right, guys? Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So uh, we have got a, uh, a situation in the NFL. We were talking about this earlier, uh, the Deshaun Watson uh, saga. Apparently, according to uh, Mike Florio, Brady's guy Mike Florio, uh, reported that uh, uh, several teams are still willing to deal for Deshaun Watson as long as the criminal case is against him are resolved so the civil side of things would still be out there whether the league does anything or gets involved and tries to punish him after the fact who knows but there are teams willing to make a deal for Deshaun Watson Uh, now his current team uh, the Houston Texans they have a brand new head coach it is Lovey Smith Uh, you know I'm sure Brian Flores is not thrilled about that still but uh, Lovey Smith spoke about the situation involving Deshaun Watson Uh, this was on the Rich Eisen show and uh, Lovey Lovey Smith talked about uh, Watson, the situation he took in, and where they stand as an organization. You don't give out starting positions in the in the spring, but I mean, as I said, I love what Davis has done. He's our quarterback going into the season, like all guys. Like you know, hopefully, you know, some of our best players that played last year, you know, new coaching staff starting in, but. Uh, you know, replacing our quarterback, there are a lot of things, positions I'm worried about. Quarterback is not one of You know, I've uh, had contact with, you know, from just being in the building. I don't know, really know Deshaun that way, you know, since he wasn't really involved last year. I know about his, his background and his history as a football player. That part I know. Of course, I know most people want to know what's going to happen with that. Time takes care of a lot of things. And Time will take care of of that situation, too, where it's a favorable situation for Deshaun and us. Coming in as a new head football coach, we want to put the best football uh, team on the field. And, uh, you know, some of the things where the question mark on what's going to happen. And, yeah, I can't wait for all of that to get settled and we can kind of move on from there. So the Houston Texans and Lovey Smith are like, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Um, this... I uh, I credit the Texans because they're no longer at the point to where they're like, all right, we're going to try and convince this guy to want to stay here. They're just like, we're moving on. Davis Mills is our guy, uh, and we got to move forward. So uh, so screw it. Let's get a deal done, and let's just walk out and uh, and get over this whole thing. It, so. It's two regimes now. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You went through David Cole, you hired him, and you knew after the season, back dating back to 2020, heading into 2021, that Deshaun Watson didn't want to play, and they're hoping they could convince him. David Coley gets hired at the end of January, and that didn't change course or change plans for uh, for Deshaun Watson. And now you've moved on from David Coley. You've elevated Lovey Smith, and he's probably like, dude, I've been here through this already for a year as the assistant head coach at D.C. I don't want to do this again. <laughs> like, there's enough on your plate as a head coach. I don't want to have to deal with this. I am sure – he, that was one of the things he probably talked to Nick Casario about is like, I, look, I know you want to get your, your fair, you know, compensation for trading away Deshaun Watson, 
but at some point you got to rip the bandaid off and move on. And you got you got to I don't want to say cut your losses, but you you've got to move on from this so that this organization can move on. Do you think there's so a that, Sorry, he, go ahead, Lavar. He handled that that response as well as anyone could handle a response in this scenario. I think he definitively diffused the situation and gave gave direction, which is is commendable. I wonder was David Colley in the same situation to be able to speak confidently and and strategically and methodically um, in terms of getting through the conversation about what do you do as it applies to Deshaun Watson. I don't know. I, I almost feel as though David Colley's job rested on his ability or inability to get Deshaun Watson to stay with that team. I, I I almost feel like that was that was the the door prize or that was the ultimate prize for him getting that opportunity. And there there would be no other reason why you would say we're going to go in a different direction from David Colley based upon what what they didn't do this past season. So now you in comes Lovey Smith and it's like all right, we thought we could salvage this situation with Deshaun Watson and we're clearly not going to. So, you know what, Lovey, do what you need to do, do what needs to be done, and he's speaking with a different level of confidence. But give him credit in the situation where he put it to bed and he defused what could be considered to to still be a toxic type of scenario where you feel like, you know, we felt like the Houston Texans were being held hostage. I mean, I think I did. You know, and yeah. and now I think he puts that to rest that there's not a hostage situation. Um, taking place in Houston anymore before last season would you guys say that Deshaun Watson was one if you asked you know 32 general managers around the league if you're starting your franchise with a quarterback how many quarterbacks would you have taken before you get to Watson I mean not not many two or three maybe Not many. Yeah. So you know, mean void of the off-field stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, just yeah, before obviously. last season, like if you're starting a franchise, maybe two or three quarterbacks you would take before Deshaun Watson. And I was thinking about this earlier. It's almost like, I mean, he missed an entire season in his prime. It, it, it like it's almost unprecedented what we're seeing with this whole situation. And I'm not we, even sure you take two or three before him. I, I agree. Just because and, of age. I agree. And in, in his prime, missed an entire season and may still miss more time this year, depending on what happens with this legal stuff. And it's almost like people just sort of moved on. Like, uh, well, you know, like it wasn't really a topic of conversation last year. There wasn't really this discussion about, man, you know, what a Deshaun Watson. It's like we just found other things uh, that, that we, you know, discussed in football, other conversations, other topics. And, and I don't know if this goes into the same realm of, man, that's how healthy the game is, that you can lose a quarterback in his prime, one of the top two or three quarterbacks in the league, and we just continue on with our day and not even worry about it. Like he's going to possibly miss more time, and he's one of the best players in the league. It's, it's just cr- Riverside. It's, it's cra- but it's crazy. Riverside. <laughs> it's called move the move the drill fifteen yards upfield. That's what yeah, it's called. What, what Lavar's referring to is when there's an injury in practice. Right, man goes down. They literally just say Riverside it, and they like <laughs> you'll just turn your backs to, that to the player, injury to the injury and just go the other way. The offense will literally go the other way. So Santa Anita, basically. 
Well, I yeah, mean, right. it, it, <laughs> I don't think they riverside it in, in yeah, horse racing. Yeah, they just bring yeah. out the white sheet and the old bee wagon. <laughs> yeah. and they hold that thing out of there. Oh, you're a class act. All right. Just, Where's uh, the nearest Elmer's glue? Oh, yeah. man. What a classy statement to make. But it just – can you recall – it was Lamar in the stall. Can you recall? Um, can you recall a time where there's just been a player in his prime that's just completely gone for an entire year? Like that's it. Like I'm trying to think what like, what the comp is. To I mean, this. Le'Veon Bell. I think Le'Veon Bell's the closest. Now, not for any issues other than the fact that he didn't want to play under a second year under the franchise tag, knowing what was going to happen to him. You know, but he's the only player that comes to mind that chose to sit out and forego a year that you can make the case based on what he had done in Pittsburgh at that point was in his prime or was at least playing at the top of the league when you look at touches, production, those sorts of things. Yeah, it's- I mean, maybe Bo Jackson rolling out, you know, yeah. playing baseball instead of going, you know, playing for the team that, that wanted him. Yeah, it's uh- – I mean, that would probably be the closest thing equivalent to impact – that a player would have that didn't want to play for the team that wanted wanted his his services. I mean, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson was 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 really playing at such a high level that when you were when you were looking at where this Texans team was was achieving and how they were getting things done, I mean. You you thought that they were almost like I mean I felt like they were on the cusp of of being able to put it to you like this we were a little bit further ahead in what we were saying about Deshaun Watson than what we're saying about maybe the quarterback in Baltimore maybe the quarterback in Buffalo yeah like I think we were more we were as as media we were more defined in saying that. Deshaun Watson can take this Houston Texans team into the next level, the next phase of what this franchise could possibly be, which is a Super Bowl contender. And now, without the the services of Deshaun Watson, it, it, the team is has 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 a true rebuild, and that shows the impact that he had on that that organization and that franchise. I just wonder, can he be that guy again? And and I know talent wise, I, I don't think that his talent has gone anywhere. But I think so many times we don't take into consideration the emotional and mental impact and effect of missing a season and and furthermore, well this is this is worse than an injury. I, this is this is more based off of circumstance of his own you know, right. Well, it's, it's, it's his personal life. We, it's we his get, personal deal. We get a, and this is what, you know, and I don't care who it is. It's a professional athlete, celebrity, et cetera, unless they want to advertise that on their social media platforms or via a reality TV show. There's some things that our lives we don't want to make public. This obviously <laughs> with what he was doing was something that when you hear from players that played with them, they knew it was going on for a while or they had heard something of this sort. And it's something that came to light all of a sudden. But, and I said this a while ago, I, I think a, an interesting comparison, and look, it's not that Tiger Woods did anything close to this, but his private life became public. And it, it felt like he never could really feel the same p- 
playing golf in a public setting Great because example. all of all of his laundry was out there. Like people got Literally. to see what was happening. <laughs> they got to see his dirty laundry basket. Yes. <laughs> and and there's an element of that too with Deshaun Watson where granted, you know, you don't have guys standing five feet from you on a tee box who are maybe whispering or saying stuff or whatever else, right? It's not like that when you play football, but you're around fans. You know, you hear when you go to the bench, you're going to hear all these things. It's going to be different for him moving forward. When he comes back and he's in the limelight, he's not only going to have to answer to it, depending on what happens, he's going to have to deal with it for the rest of his career. And so to LeVar's point, the emotional, the psychological portion of it, like will he be the same player? I personally feel like regardless of where he goes, it is a big question mark. Yeah. And it's that losing the invincibility. Like Tiger lost that invincibility. Yeah. It's like you're looking at that Tiger. victory red meant something different. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. I'll stop there. What? I'll just yeah. stop there. I was going to go a little further <laughs> into oh my boy. point, but you know what? Hey. hey. <laughs> what? That's not, yeah, that uh, you know, that's, uh, that concludes our uh, preview of the Masters here on Fox Sports Radio as we uh, get ready for uh, for Augusta National in a couple of months. Unbelievable. Just a uh, class <laughs> act through and through, uh, that Brady Quinn. Uh, <laughs> just, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what I said was wrong. Yeah, right? no, that's fine. Listen, uh, it's no, all good here. Yeah, it's all good. So, uh, Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Um, We've got uh, the very latest uh, on uh, the Aaron Rodgers saga. Uh, So according to uh, Diana Rossini of ESPN, uh, Aaron Rodgers is expecting to make his decision soon. uh, And also went on to say, (laughs) leave it alone, and also went on to say (laughs) that several teams have reached out to Green Bay with trade offers uh, just in case, just in case uh, there's a potential of Aaron Rodgers uh, departing the Green Bay Packers. So it feels like uh, we are coming up on a decision from uh, from old A-Raj uh, when can, it comes to his uh, future. Can we guess the three or four teams? Because I think there might be four, and I, I, I'm willing to throw out the names of the teams that I think it is. Okay, that, are, that have uh, made offers. Yeah, made some, yeah. Okay. Um, I'll start. Okay. All right, let's see. Uh, the report. Uh, da, 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 I'm going to go Titans. Mm. Yes. Yeah. That's one of them. Okay. I mean, we've heard Brady say that, Mr. Uh, obvious. Now you're uh, Berto. Okay, well, no, it's because, you know, I was looking at the come reporting. Come on, Mr. Obvious. I was looking at the reporting. I was th- the reporting. You can't search the internet for it. Um, I want you to take a guess. Okay, uh, I will go the Denver Broncos. That is true. That is That's accurate. Mr. Okay. Obvious, one more time. I now will you get two go. Next two matter. Obscure. I will go the Seattle Seahawks. That is not one. Okay. San Francisco 49ers. Uh, that is not one either. Wow, Lavar. I, I mean, say you the commandos. On. That is one. <laughs> uh, first of all, on a technicality, that's not one. He shouldn't get a point. It's the commanders. He gets a point for that. All right, well, he gets you, a point for that. you guys in your little potty one un- more. underwear humor. There's one more. Um, I'm gonna go. Can you give me a hint? Philly. It's no, no. It's your favorite city. Oh, Chicago. My favorite city. No, no, not not Chicago. Oh, oh, my favorite city. Your favorite city. There's there's no city you like better than this city. Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> 
show. I'm trying to think. Like, what? What's Are you the, serious right now? Oh, Vegas? Yes. Oh. Wait, you oh, hold on. I thought famous. I thought Derek Carr. I thought they were working on an extension for Derek Carr. Yeah, there might have been all everything on the table there. You know, You've got a new new regime in their new staff. Oh that wow. Is true. Okay. Uh, now uh, now what do we what do you think the compensation is? I mean, what would make it to where Green Bay goes? You know what? But hold on, hold Screw on, it. hold on. Let's let's stay with Vegas here for a second because that is truly intriguing. Now let me ask you guys this. How much further do they go this year with Aaron Rodgers as their QB? Um, they, I mean, they probably beat the Bears at home. You know, there's I, that. Well, here's, here's, here's the reality that. of this. We're talking about the, the Raiders, right? Yes. I, I still, if you look at and Roberto, do not get upset when I say this. Do not <laughs> get upset. That roster is not as good as the Broncos. Like, if there's wow. a team I'm going to oh. go to, I'd rather go Deals, to the Broncos Deals. roster and Hackett's his, his head coach. He was with him. You know, he was his OC. So that makes more sense if, but, if you but were But just say for place. the sake of saying, the Raiders came with an offer that they couldn't refuse. I Yeah. I How think much better does he make the Raiders? I think he makes them better. I don't know how much. I think he makes them better. I think it's fair to say. Is that – I mean, should we bring in our resident expert for all things Raiders? Oh, I mean, let's bring him in. Come on, Birdo. Well, the uh, Raiders can actually give him a, a capable quarterback, right, in a trade for Aaron Rodgers. And the Broncos can't. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I mean, but that helps the, the, the difference is – that. And, and by the way, based on how some of the first-round draft picks have worked out for the Raiders, Birdo, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you might want to trade those away anyway. It's different regime. I'm just saying. Different regime now, no. I'm just saying. Yeah, Gruden's yeah, not making those picks yeah, exactly. anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but still. I mean, There's actually you know, a front office in the, hey, in the Raiders now. I'm actually excited about that. Look, look what the Rams did. They gave away all their first-round picks. They won a Super Bowl with it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. That is true. Um, so I just look at this and I go, what would the compensation look like? That would do you think do you think Green Bay gets to the point that we're, they're like, all right, we want to bring Aaron Rodgers back. We want him back. But anybody, everybody's got a price in the words of the great uh, million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. And if they have a price and a team offers them blank, what do they trade away Aaron Rodgers for? What would need to be offered? It's the, on the commanders. Table? I'll tell you that. Three whatever that offer picks? is, whatever that offer is, it's the commanders. So I'm gonna tell you. Three first round picks and a capable quarterback, or do they just roll with Jordan Love and the three first round picks? Um, I, I think you'd have to even just from the roster standpoint look to make an addition of a quarterback there. So whether it's someone that Jordan Love would sit behind or potentially, you know, eventually replace, whatever the case may be, I still think you need someone capable there. Like, you'd have to be thinking, if Rodgers does intend to want to go elsewhere, and I'm Green Bay, I might be looking in the direction of Jimmy Garoppolo, where you bring him in, he knows the system, obviously the the ties to Matt LaFleur and Kyle Shanahan, he could come in right away and still give you that stability at least for another year, to maybe prove himself or play to an extent to see, you know, until Jordan Love's ready. And if he's not, you worry about maybe extending Jimmy Garoppolo in a place like Green Bay. Like, I think there's a lot of different scenarios we could play out, but that's one to me that could be kind of intriguing because to your, to your point, like, you do, you do have to have something else there just besides just Jordan Love. Like, I think just even from a, a standpoint of if he's going to be able to stay healthy, 
and quarterbacks on the roster, it, it would make some sense. It's, what about why, why wouldn't the Steelers come up in this conversation? I mean, I think that would be a, an amazing destination yeah, for, the, I, for the likes of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And they I, need a QB. Be. I, they seem to be good with where they're at with uh, old, old Mason, Mason Rudolph. Rudolph. Yeah. Okay. I mean, wow. Look, you got uh, you know your team, Lavar. They got their guy. They got Mason Rudolph. Everything's fine. Wow. Um, now here's yeah. here's why I would say that maybe Jimmy Garoppolo so, doesn't happen uh, with the Packers. If you remember, after they beat the Packers in that playoff game, uh, he was caught on a hot mic uh, telling Robbie Gold f the Packers. And mm. you know, Packer fans can be a little bit sensitive and a little bit uh, overly passionate about their team because it's either that or, you know, the Applebee's in town. Or you, apparently there's a casino, according to you guys. Who knew? Uh, there's some casino in Green Bay. But uh, I couldn't I couldn't see the Packers wanting to deal with a guy who said F the Packers after they beat him in a playoff game. It's a little disrespectful, you know. I don't know. I think they would might, might maybe hold a grudge there when it comes to bringing in Jimmy Garoppolo. The, okay, who do you think is making the decision here? Is it is it Aaron Rodgers? If we're waiting on Aaron Rodgers to make a decision, do we really think he's going to open up an interview on the Pat McAfee show or wherever and say, I've made a decision, I want to be elsewhere? That's why I, I find this hard to believe that all these offers that are on the table from these teams are even going to be entertained by the Packers, which which leads me to start to venture into the territory of, I don't think he's going to make a, an announcement on a decision just to let Green Bay know that he wants out. Similar to, to LeBron in the decision, if he could do it over again, he probably wouldn't do it that way. I just find it hard to believe he would do that uh, to, to that city, that town that he loves so much and those fans. I, I agree. I mean, he's more thoughtful about things like that. So I, I, I think he's going to put himself in a position where he – tries to orchestrate this thing. And the only, the only way this gets ugly, because he has to work with Green Bay, as LeVar pointed out before. Like, he's under contract. He's, you know, he has to work with them in order to get traded. And we've heard Brian Guntkunst basically say, you know, we're not going to trade him unless um, – well, he said we're not going to trade him. We didn't have that, that, that conversation. But the reality is you have to take that position or stance so that someone – makes you an offer that it forces you to, to trade them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it has yeah. to be so good you can't turn it down. And so the rhetoric is going to be that of, that of which you're, you're going to be sitting there going, yeah, we're not getting rid of them, we're not getting rid of them, we're not getting rid of them. Oh, you're going to offer me that? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe that's more understandable because no one's ever gotten rid of a, a, a two-time MVP, let alone uh, an MVP the following season like this. It's I just don't know how Green Bay – Green Bay is in such a compromising position right now unless unless there is a unified front and, and Aaron Rodgers wanting to finish it out at Green Bay. I, I think it's a, it's a no-win situation for Green Bay if anything else happens other than, like you said earlier, now three first-round draft picks – you just you just gotta you gotta bite the bullet on that one, but if it isn't something outrageous, which the question now becomes: Are you gonna do? Are you gonna slate an unprecedented uh, amount of offering to get Aaron Rodgers at the age that he is? So are you basically saying I'll give up three first rounders, which could be what consecutive years, one after the other? Or is it in more than one draft? Which, which how is that going to play out? However, you look at it, three number ones for what two, three years? I mean, Philly's got two first round picks. The Giants have a, a couple of first. Three. 
Philly has three. Giants have two. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean. So, are you going to give away all of those picks, that equity, (laughs) in the future for two to three years of of high? I mean, is it is it safe to say Aaron Rodgers can give you two to three more years of elite play? Yes, absolutely. How? I I mean, mean, what what's the is what's the cap? If you question, get, do you, okay, do you think he's going to drop off a cliff? Like, do you think it's going to be like Thelma and Louise? Like, all right, here we go. I don't and know. And then just, it falls off. It, you it's just a, never know. It could be injuries that catch up. And, and listen, know, that's everybody, just, but I just don't know. But, he, but he's so he's into the detoxing and the, you know. Yeah, he's cleansing, I mean, that is man. True. He's cleansing. Guy just, true. Guy, guy, just crapped him, true. guy just crapped himself for a week and a half to get yeah, over the season. I mean, if you think he's not willing to sacrifice LeVar, and he's not willing to do what it takes, I mean, what did he I'm just off, do the past off. week and a half, Jonas? Yeah, he crapped himself for a week and a half. I mean, come on. I'm just well, saying think. The average, the average career is three and a half years. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so if you think that he can give you more than three and a half or three and a half to four years, of of elite play, then you then do you do it? Yes, yeah, I would. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Even if that's three By times. By the way, the average three. The average length now is three point three. That's the three point three. Okay. Tell me yeah. about it. It's been going down. Three point three. Golly. And NFL Jeez, careers too. You're the worst. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. News. Turn on the news. Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Brady Quinn. Yeah. Uh. yeah. Um. Ah. Come on. We've got uh, some interesting muscle? things happening in the world and also out of this world. All right. There's a blame game right now uh, between, well, maybe SpaceX and uh, China. Uh, reason is because there's a rogue rocket or part of one that's expected to crash into the moon. Oh, and uh, originally it was thought to be uh, some debris coming off one of Elon Musk's SpaceX rockets. Mm. Now come to find out it's looking like this tracking system that they have is putting the blame on China. So either way, uh, already starting that, we got enough issues on our own on this planet. We're already creating issues on the moon. So Jeez. what what happens if this rogue rocket? And by the way, who, who hasn't had one of those? What happens if this rogue rocket yeah. crashes into first the moon? Grade. Jeez, yeah, so funny. <laughs> what happens uh, if it crashes? Hey, into yeah, the moon? Jonas, can you stand up and come to the board and uh, answer this, please? Absolutely uh, no, cannot. No, I, no, I cannot. <laughs> I absolutely cannot. Where'd the eraser go? Um, What uh, what happens if it crashes, though? Don't look at me. (laughs) Does the moon explode? Uh, no, no, the moon's Jeez. not going to explode. I'm just, I, I mean, I want to know because I, it, it's just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm, look, I'm not Elon Musk. I can't tell you what's going to happen if I it mean, hits the if moon. A, if a rocket went rogue and landed and crashed into Earth, would it destroy the Earth? 
Well, I don't uh, know. It, just it depends be, it how just, big it is and yeah. all that. Yeah, but I don't no, think no, they no, would be able to make a rocket big enough to blow up the, the moon. Yeah, and this is... I think it just a, be a crash. See, I, I call BS on this story. I, I think this is just them trying to keep rockets in the news because no celebrities have jumped into one of those fake trips in a while, so they got to keep it uh, keep it relevant. That was hot it. for a minute. Yeah. William Shatner made it real hot, huh? Yeah, William Shatner. By the way, William Shatner <laughs> blocked me on Twitter. That guy's a tool bag. What? I've never yeah, seen screw that guy. Yeah, I've I don't even s- know that guy. Yeah, he's like blocked, blocked like, almost all of Fox Sports Radio. I've never said a damn thing about him, and he like for some reason I'm blocked. Wait, William Shatner, the yeah. actor? Yeah, like the guy from yeah, the... Screw uh, that guy. Yeah. Was it uh, Star, Listen to Birdo. You hear Birdo getting in on Star, it? Starcraft? Star yeah, How do you know Star if you're Can I go check right now if I'm blocked by William Shatner? Yeah, just go look it up. William Shatner. Go. How would he block blocked. everyone? I don't know. I I'm going to check. Thanks, guy's Ben Maller. Guy's a tool. He blocked I don't think I'm blocked. doesn't say I am. Yeah. I don't know. I've never said anything about that tool. And for whatever reason, he, uh, well, he blocked me. You just keep me. talking about him right huh? now. All right. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the next story. I have he no idea what's going to happen. No idea. Um, okay, me. so this is, this is kind of interesting. We know what's happening over in Ukraine and Russia right now. So Louis C.K., who oh, he's boy. been controversial in a bunch of different oh, ways. Oh, boy. He's got a performance today and tomorrow in Kiev which is under siege right now, yet he is still planning to perform. They have not canceled these shows. Kind of interesting. I mean, uh, well, he doesn't have many options out in the States. I mean, right or wrong. Is that what you're saying? He's he's so desperate he has to perform in a place that's literally having a war? I also think that he would look at this like... Hey, the, the appearance, the optics of this is, hey, man, even in, in the time of war, this guy is still performing comedy. This might be what he thinks would, you know, revitalize oh, his career based on this what This is happened. something you do in radio. No. You would still be doing a radio show over in Kiev right now. Well, I mean, I don't, well, don't want to make light the, of We're situation. talking about me. I uh, mean, I, I wouldn't I have, go. I have been here on the air when an earthquake has happened, and uh, you wouldn't go. have even noticed it. We've all done that. Ain't yeah. nobody no, worried listen, about that. Uh, earthquake Lamar, is much different it, than what we're talking about right now. There's no earthquakes right now, in Pittsburgh, man. Not, not in the, you know, That's actually not Pittsburgh. true. There actually is. What? Some guy who falls off a There was an earthquake in Maryland, and I'll tell you what. There's earthquakes. It was big. And I was on the on the uh, throne, and it was very, very nerve-wracking. Oh, you, you were uh, dropping I told one? y'all that story. No, but, I didn't know that. Oh, I'll tell you guys another time. Remind me to tell you another time. I mean, we got time. I only got one more. It's a quick yeah, one. Come on, Lamar. What happened? Well, well, I mean, I was at radio, doing the radio show, and at the most, what is the most vulnerable moment a man? There's two vulnerable moments a man can find himself in, right? Yeah. Even a, a woman too, by the way, give, give you credit. Uh, is 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 well? I'll just go to this one. I was sitting down and I was taking a respite, and I thought that there was a water main breaking on everything. I thought it was going to blow me off of the the, the seat, and it kept rocking and rocking, and it was very very scary. And come to find out, it was a very, very violent <laughs> earthquake that had taken place while I was uh, sitting what are, down. What are earthquakes not violent? What are, you, <laughs> what, what are their I was unable. I was unable to escape. What do you? So uh, the point is, I would have just died sitting down with literally my pants down. What are you, Danny Glover off Lethal Weapon, where I he's like so. <laughs> sitting on the toilet? You that? Oh, I'm not about that story either. I'm not. I feel vulnerable. <laughs> what a way to go. I hope you. Washed your hands afterwards. I, I mean, I, I, there was a. I don't even remember. <laughs>
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 